1: Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth. Goodwill towards men. A very Merry Christmas to you again. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We're going to continue to thank Jesus. With um, Maybe we're going to finish it now. But what Jesus did is what thanking him forever and forever and forever. When we wake up we should say thank you to Jesus for saving our life. And it's not something to be taken lightly. And the greatest gift God has given us is changing our destination from hell to heaven. It's a big, big deal. It makes a difference. It decides, it determines our eternity whether we are going with God or going with this devil. And you know, we, already, we know that the best choice is to go with God. We're already going to hell because we are born in Adamic sin. Everybody born in this world except Jesus Christ. Our Lord, and Savior who was sinless was born in the throes of hell. But you know, God made a plan is in Genesis, even before, and there was enough time, enough time given, enough time, enough time lapse, that God said, "No, I'm going to send Jesus Christ, my Son, to redeem my people. They've suffered enough. They've not just physical death. We were talking of spiritual death. There used to be." Blood of animals for our for sin. And God received that until Jesus came. And because Jesus came, we don't need the blood of animals anymore. You know, when Jesus or Abraham is a prototype, he's a foresight of Jesus coming, he's a forerunner of Jesus Christ. When he was going to do the sacrifice uh, uh, because of the tests, that Abraham endured when, he, gave, when uh, he became he obeyed God. Abraham went through a lot of tests you know apart from Jesus, I'm sure that Abraham went to go through that went through that test for God to establish him the trust he has in God. And uh, on, on, on this, at the same <clears throat> token, you know, when the Holy Spirit filled the church in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, and then we go further when Ananias and Sapphira brought their things, everyone was bringing. So there was a test, and that's how to establish the, the church that you cannot lie to God and get away with it. So when a man sold the land, it was his land, but when he came to disciples and they asked him, Did you sell it for this? He said, Yeah. He said, Why did you conceive to receive the Holy Spirit, to receive God? And he dropped dead. And the wife came. She asked him, tell me, how much did you sell the land? He said, he said, for this amount. He said, both of you have connived to deceive the Holy Spirit. But you can't. The church needed to start on a farm footing. God doesn't want us to take the Holy Spirit for granted. That's the Spirit. The work that is done in this world. Is done by the Holy Spirit. In the creation of the world, you can see that the Holy Spirit was there. But it wasn't yet manifested to all of us until Jesus finished his work. And you see, Jesus went to heaven and he told them to wait for the gift of the Father. In, Apost- in um, Acts of the Apostles 1, then it was fulfilled. And see the day, the Pentecost how the church grew, 3,000, then 5,000. So the church has to be tested. It has to be to know who is really a child of God. Every time there's a test, as Christians, we go through tests. God is not the author of test or confusion, but he allows it because they want to prove hmm. whether we are really in Christ Jesus. Whether we believe God, whether we are just there just to have the tea I'm just putting it that way or whether we are true disciples everybody who willingly accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and every person who is a messenger of righteousness be it in the fivefold ministry or thereabouts, will be proved in so many different areas. Some in marriage, enemy will want to attack their family. Some in sickness, to prove whether the world is working. Some in so many other places, in accidents. In disobedient children, there are many others. In shaking that's you know, shakes all the time. And it's when we get through successfully that we're going to the next stage. But every time in our life we are tested, I'm holding the first thoughts in my heart. Even St. Paul, when he was saved, God protected him. But up till the time he died, and he was beheaded. from research and documents that are available, he was faithful to the end. And God wants us to be faithful to the end. Because we are going to go through tests and trials. Let's look at some 136 in the Message Bible as time is going, so that we can put everything in, in God's perspective. Amen. Psalm 136, God bless you. We appreciate you, precious listeners. We'll continue to remember you all the days of our lives. Yes, we'll pray for you every day, our listeners. We love you. Thank you for stealing the time. God, we give you time, give you everything you need that will help you to serve him. We are crying unto God for you and cry unto God in the day of trouble and God will protect you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome, Daddy. Blessings and honor be to you forever. We praise you and bless you. Who is like unto you? Glorious in holiness and fearful in praises. Do you wonders? Hallelujah. So thank you, Lord. Um, as some um, not some John, excuse me, Mark uh, 12, 29 to 31. I'll use that prayer now because I'd like to use different forms of prayer to start the scripture. Thank you, Lord, for your precious, holy written word. And that is Mark. Mm. I did say Mark, isn't it? Holy Spirit, I just don't, I love you. Especially for the way you are giving me the scriptures. Help me helping me so much. Every time. But even at this recording. And I want our listeners to know it. That God is the source of the strength. That I'm using to do this recording. Amen. Hallelujah. Mark. 12. Uh, 29. Mark 12. 29. Amen. I know the Pharisees were asking Jesus' question, always trying to trap him. And they ask him this question, which to do. The answer is what we are going to. But this is a prayer, so we just go to the answer. And Jesus answered him, uh, because he is saying, um, okay, let's just go to the prayer. Hear, yeah, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. And with all thy, thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the this is the first commandment. And the second is like namely this: thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Thou, sh- thou shalt love the Lord. That's, uh, the, let's go back to it. I just and Jesus said, answered the, him. The first of all, the commandment is, hear, O Israel. So hear, O people of God. The Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. And I appointed to myself, so you can do the same, and you will love the Lord your God. With all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely, this thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. And the second is like, namely, this thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is no other commandment. Thank you, Father. Brethren and this, and this is the Ten Commandments. You know, the Ten Commandments, the first four is God. The last six is for man. God is not a selfish God. He knows what He's doing. He created the world. I don't know how people can look and say there is no God.